Welcome to the Swing Culture Podcast. These conversations are not for the faint of heart. I am your host, Nadine St. Val. My friends call me Queen Nadine. I have been an active part of the adult community for over 21 years. Please join me as we dive deep into the secret society of partner swapping, group sex, BDSM fetishes, and maternal lifestyles. If you are under the age of 18, close-minded, or extremely sensitive, this podcast is probably not for you. It contains adult content and strong language. Is it weird that I find my own moan really sexy? Every time I hear it, I get a little bit giddy inside. <laughs> Welcome to Swing Culture Podcast. And hey, how you doing? Happy Thursday. Shit. I hope you're feeling good because I know I'm feeling good. I'm feeling, I'm feeling. Look, I got a song stuck in my head. And if anybody can remember, tell me what this song is. I'll send you a little gift. But you gotta be like the first person that tells me. I'll, I'll send you like a little something. How how does it go? I started singing it. Could not remember the name of the freaking song. It's driving me crazy. So someone please tell me. Please tell me. So I feel a little sad. You know, you get that song stuck in your head. You just can't quite let it go. Yeah, I'm having one of those moments. Just can't let it go. So um, happy quarantining. It's like day a million and we're all still on punishment. I feel like the world is on punishment right now. Like we're all being grounded for littering and smoking and driving our cars too fast or something. It's a little bit of echo in here. So um, tonight's topic, we're going to be discussing sexual repression in the swinger community. And it's still something that still happens to this day. And it, the reason for this topic is um, a friend of mine and I were talking earlier today and they had mentioned to me how they had hooked up with somebody at a swingers event. And the person asked them to keep it discreet and they were discreet about it. Well, someone else found out inadvertently anyway. And this is like, they got, they were upset that the girl had a swinger experience at a swingers party. And I was like, I can't believe stuff like this is still happening. These 101 rules, you can't do this, you can't do that. And don't get me wrong, I believe that rules are important. They provide structure and guidelines. People even have rules for themselves when they're singles and they're out here participating in the lifestyle. So it's not something new or out of the ordinary, but there's a such thing as too much, too much of something. And it feels like repression. And believe it or not, when you are in a place where everyone is so liberated and everyone is having a good time and everyone's enjoying themselves. The last thing you want is someone else telling you, Hey, in order for you to do this the right way, you have to do it my way. You have to follow my rules. You have to do what I think is best because deep down the truth of the matter is the person is suffering from a 
fragile ego and they really can't handle the situation they're in. So instead of them just being honest and saying, hey, I'm not ready to handle this, they'd rather say, I'm not comfortable with you doing this. But they'll turn around and do all those things they don't want you doing. I meet so many women, especially single women, unicorns, and they'll tell me, oh, I'm seeing so-and-so and he doesn't want me hooking up with nobody else. But then you'll see that same gentleman hooking up with Mary and Sue and Sandra and Tiffany and Lisa and Nicole. And he's off enjoying the fruits of, of the lifestyle and the part of being part of this community. And she's being told no. And if you do it, it makes you this. It puts you on this level. You're not this no more. You're not you're this because you're not following my rules and my order and basically my guidelines for how things should be and how you should be. And it doesn't just happen to women. It happens to men as well. And um, no one wants to be sexually repressed regardless of their gender, you know, or what their sexual desires is. Part of being part of this community is being able to be free to be yourself, being able to free to be honest and enjoy your pleasure on your terms. And I'm not saying that, please don't take it like I'm saying, go off and put every dick in, in your vagina. <laughs> or put every every pussy in your mouth. I love the way that moan sounds. I'm not saying that. If that's what you want to do, go for it. I support that decision. I believe in sexual liberation. But there's a such thing as just too many rules. Too much of you're not allowed to do this. And I feel like that happens all too often in the lifestyle. You know, sexual urges and desires are completely natural. And when you're in a relationship with someone, especially those people who are, who are married or those people who have been in long-term relationships and they're, especially the, the people who are new to this, it's not always easy, you know, being honest with your partner, but it's absolutely necessary because not being 100% honest leads to depression because I'm not telling you what I really want. I'm just doing what you say. And now I feel like trapped in this place. It could make somebody extremely depressed. It leads to cheating. I know that for damn sure, too many rules, somebody will stray because if they can't get what they want, with you, then they're going to find a way to get what they want without you. If you if he's constantly asking you for a threesome and you're constantly telling him no, he might actually go out and find the girl who's going to give him that threesome. And when you're a swinger and you're in the lifestyle and you're having sex with a lot of people and you're in making relationships, friendships with people who are sexually liberated, who are actually going out there doing the things that you desire... And makes it so much easier to cheat because it's it's right there. It's it makes it it's so easy. It's right there, you know. And no one's perfect. I'm not saying that you're gonna have a perfect lifestyle experience, but communication is so important. It really is, you know. I think it's good to have your expectations because it tells you what you're going to accept and what you're not going to accept. I've been to swinger parties where 
It was absolutely beautiful. The food was delicious. The people were beautiful. The decorations were well done. The, the host provided condoms in a clean environment. And then I invited to other parties where it was completely ratchet. <laughs> I hate to say it, but it's the truth. It was ratchet. It was dirty, y'all. It smelled bad. And the food was trash. Or there wasn't no food at all. And the people were... It, they left something to be desired. So no, just because you have expectations doesn't mean they're going to be met. But it tells you what you're willing to tolerate and what you're willing to accept is a is a party goer. So then you that's how you find your your play your um people by what you're comfortable with. Some people like the ratchet shit. They have um culture class parties where they. White trash parties or like ghetto parties, hood parties, what? So to mix all that, some people enjoy that. It could be a little kink for them, but it's, I don't think it's something you want to do all the time. Or so no, have your expectations. Doesn't mean they're gonna be mad. Just remember that. But you can definitely have them. It helps you set your standards about the people you're gonna fuck, about who you're gonna party with, and about where you travel as a swinger. Hell fucking yes, have them. Shit. If you don't have expectations, then you're going to come in and you're going to be happy with the first thing you find. And it may not even be the best, but what we have to offer. I've been to some bomb parties. I've been to some disappointing parties, too. <laughs> you're listening to the exactly. Swing Culture Podcast featuring Queen Nadine. You know, I wanted to tell you guys something. I wanted to, Let me find it real quick, but I wanted to read something for you guys. Okay, so there's this book by... This doctor named Gary Barbrucker, right? And he says there are five things that men and women need from each other sexually. Now, I'm not going to lie to you. When I first read this, I laughed and I said bullshit. I said straight bullshit. This is bullshit. There are no five things that men only want. There are no five things that women only want. I was like, this is bullshit. I think I'm wrong. wrong. I think I'm wrong. wrong. And um, it's just because of the five things he listed that made it so much sense. And it seemed so simple. Sometimes the easiest solutions are honestly the simplest ones. And um, so I'm going to read the five off for you. Number one, for men, they say men need mutual sexual satisfaction. Men need to know that they can make you feel good. They need that reassurance. And I was like, this is bullshit. Cause I can't tell you how many times I got bad dick. Ask me his parties. <laughs> and I said, if he was so focused on sexually satisfying me, why didn't he do so? And it never dawned on me that maybe he just didn't know how sexually satisfy me. So, I was like, hmm, a lot of guys do ask you, did you enjoy yourself? Are you okay? Can I see you again? So I guess that is their way of getting that reassurance that the sex was good because if you want to see them again, that means they must have had done something right. So I was like, okay, I can see how this one makes sense. I, I can understand that. So 
Once I started to think, look at it in a different way, it it really made a lot of sense. So I just continued to read. And now it says, you know, 67% of men claim that this is something they actually truly desire. And it's something that it's important to them. So 67%, that, that's a lot. That's, that's a lot. So it's just something to consider, you know? Number two, I'm sorry. Oh, I skipped one, I skipped one. Let me get back. Rewind. <laughs> Number one for women. Women need affirmation. They need you to confirm with them that you are interested in them. And that is such a woman thing to do to a guy. <laughs> I have been my husband for 11 years. And to this day, I still ask him, do you think I'm pretty? Do you like me? Am I your type? <laughs> need that. I need to know. I need to know. I do. I need that information. I need to know. Like, do you like me? Because he might not like me. Sometimes I don't like him. Sometimes. <laughs> but most of the time, we're, we're okay. We're, we're friends. But, no, we need that. And it makes sense. So I was like, okay. This doctor might know his shit. So go Dr. Gary. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> so number two, for both, for both men and women, they need a connection. Men and women constantly try to connect. 82% of divorce rates come from a lack of connection. And that is why I do not always enjoy myself when I'm having sex at parties. I do not, that's just like, I don't be feeling it. And someone would be like on my shoulder, asking me, asking me, I'm like, you know what, just come on. I just, let me just get up the way. Cause if I don't, he ain't gonna let me be. And I just try to smoke his blood. Oh, that reminds me of a joke. <laughs> so I've done that and, and I don't enjoy it. And it's like, cause I'm not there. This is the biggest sex organ. You can tell that to somebody a hundred times, but I feel like no one listens. The brain is the biggest sex organ. If I am turned on, and I am relaxed. If your dick is this big, I will have a good time. I prefer to be, yeah. <laughs> but it will have a good time because I'm mentally aroused. I'm mentally turned on. I'm mentally stimulated. And I, and I, I discovered that as I got older that that is something that I desire. I need. I need that. I need foreplay. I need to be. You gotta get the you gotta get the oven on warm before you put the you know the pot in there. It just that's just, just the way it works for me. Not everybody's the same. So just remember that. This is just me giving you a little bit of information. Number three, women need non-sexual touch, hand holding, kissing, compliments. We need non-sexual touch in order to be turned on sexually back rubs foot rubs those type of things turn women on wash the dishes cook for her take out the trash that shit is sexy believe it or not it works and number three for women is it's three number three for men sorry they say be mindful of how you say no that's i did bring that up earlier be mindful of how you tell a man no Men have fragile egos. 
Okay. And that's just what it is. Most men have fragile egos. So you don't want to just be nasty when you shoot them down. Not unless you're trying to get a rouse out of him. And that might be your thing. And that might be your thing. And if it is, I say, go you. But if it's not, you might want to consider just being gentle with the rejection and just consider his feelings. You know, a lot of men come off tough. You don't think they have feelings. But honestly, they're just big babies. They really are. Number four, for men, they want you to, oh, they want you to, to ask for the dick. Yeah, that's what I said. I didn't write that, but that's, that's what I said. They want women to initiate sex. They want you to be the aggressor sometime. Huh? I can see that. I see that, that meme floating around. It says, sometime I want rape me sometime. I've seen that once. So. You know what I'm saying? There's a little truth to every, every joke. Okay. So number four for women. Women want to feel spiritually connected. Now, that's not the word he used. He used the word r- religion. But I'm not a religious person. But I do believe in spirituality. I do believe in a spiritual connection. I felt like I had a connection with my husband that's part of the reason why I married him no I felt like I felt like we were destined for each other as crazy as that sounds it felt like it felt right so I feel like that's if you're especially if you're in a relationship with someone and you're in a, a couple if you're trying to become a couple and it's something you're interested in doing and building your relationship spiritual, connection, religion, however you see it, having faith in something together is a bonding experience. I I truly believe that, I do, because it's something outside the both, it's something bigger than the both of you. It's like a dream both you can hold on to together and grow together. So yes, I definitely could see how that can be important to anybody, man or woman. And number five, for women, it's romance. That's the, that's the last one for women. Women need romance. Every woman wants to feel like she is the one and the only one. It doesn't matter how many women you're having sex with. We want to feel like the one. If Mary is sucking your dick and Lisa is licking your balls, when they get finished, I want to feel like the one. That's why they men, women like jewelry, you know, diamonds and gifts, flowers, those phone calls. Not because you have to call her, because you get to call her, because you want her. So the romance is important to women. And number five for men is men always want to feel like a good provider. I don't know how important that is for a lot of men, but that's what this, that's what the book says. So they say if a man feels like he's a good provider or a good father, it great makes for a good a better connection. If you can make him feel like those things, it makes a better connection. And I and in my personal opinion, I think um a lack in connection and a lack in communication makes a lack in a great sex life. If your sex life is lacking, if you feel like you're not getting your needs met. You and your partner might be having some miscommunication because y'all begin y'all got together for a reason. The sex must have been good or great at some point. 
So if you're losing that collection and you have lost that connection, you have have probably probably lost some type of communication communication with each other. So it's always good to to know. I've honestly honestly enjoyed most of this quarantine. quarantine. This has given me time just to be with my husband, just to be with my partner and to talk to him. And that is something that I really enjoy, just being with just share like-minded ideas with somebody who's just as outside the box as I am. It's important to me, those type of things. I don't have a lot of outside-the-box type of friends, so... Yeah. Well, the ones I have. Yeah, the outside-the-box. But I don't have a lot of them, so it's nice to have someone I can bounce the craziness of me off of. So something makes me appreciate it a little bit more. You're listening to the Swing Culture Podcast featuring Queen Nadine. God, that's good. I don't know what you guys are drinking on, but I am enjoying this fucking vodka. Uh, And if I, who knows me, I drink my kettle wine because I could drink all I want and I won't throw up. Mm, 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 mm. And that's always important. (laughs) Not throwing up. You know, it's easy to always point fingers when things are not going right with your your lifestyle experience and blame this person and blame that person. But in reality, the only limits we truly have when it comes to sex and sexuality and sexual pleasure are the limits that we choose to set on ourselves. And just because you put the limit on yourself does not give you the right to put the same limits on someone else. And there's nothing wrong with having discussion. All this bra is killing me. I want to take this shit off so bad. <laughs> so bad. So bad I want to take this bra off. It's poking me like right here in my arm. Like right here. It's not even in the tit. It's poking me in my arm. Like my tits are invading my arm space. <laughs> it's so intrusive. It won't leave me the fuck alone. Oh my God, I swear. First chance I get, this shit is coming off. And it's not even just this bra. It's like every bra I own now. Like, they're poking me in the arm. And I think it's because my tits got bigger. Because I've been eating like a motherfucker since this lockdown started. And everything is so good. Yes, I love food. I don't know about the rest of you, but I love food. Mm, It's like... Food, sex, and marijuana. That's what, that's, Mm. (laughs) I swear, that gets me every time. I love it. I've always been like, um, sexually liberated. I grew up in a very sexually liberated household. So when I became an adult and I was given all these rules about what I could do and what I couldn't do, it was just, it was stifling for me. It was. It was suffocating for me. I started working in the strip clubs when I was 19 years old. So, you know, my ideas of sex and sexuality were just so much more liberal, liberal than everybody else's. You know, I would have conversations with guys in my age group or a little bit older than me, and they would always be like, wow, you're, you're liberated. <laughs> I didn't know how to take that. It was, you know, it was always, 
weird. So finding the consumer's community was so perfect for me because I always lived outside the box. You know, I had my I was in a poly relationship when I was 15 years old, openly dating both these guys and both of them were okay with it. <laughs> and I didn't ask and I didn't understand what a poly relationship was, but that's just that's just who I was as a person, you know, gen organically, that's who I was. So meeting so many adults, you know, now in this day and age who are still not want who have these sexual urges and they're not being met, it just it baffles me every single time because it's like wow you're so beautiful or or you're so handsome and you you have all these great qualities why aren't you out there why aren't you why aren't you fucking more people really that's what i want to know like why aren't you fucking more people and and a lot of times it comes down to insecurities 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 they're not sure if they're going to be liked they're not sure if they're going to measure up and honestly, you can't put that much energy into worrying about who's going to turn you down and who's going to say no to you. You've got to find those people who are going to say yes, 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 and yes. Shit. I remember the first time I met Chip and I love her. Like first time I met her, she was trying to talk to me and I was like, I was drunk too. I was like. I was just so casual about it, but she stood there. She was persistent. She was like, you're going to beat me. We're going to have this conversation right now. And we're like, I love her. I love her. And, and I'm, and I could have missed that opportunity because I was just so, so casual about it. So just because, so just remember, like, if you're meant to shine, your light is going to shine and whoever you're meant to be connected to, you will definitely connect, but you have to allow the opportunity to happen. And when you see it, I say seize it. Case ID, seize the day. Shit, no time like the present. I gotta take this bra off. It's killing me. I feel like, hmm. I need more. Even now, like now with everything that's going on, I miss. I miss group sex. I miss being at an orgy and having a drink in one hand and a snack in another and the other. And I'm just sitting there watching two people have sex while I eat my food and drink my alcohol. <laughs> I miss it. I really do. I sincerely miss it. And I know a lot of people are still hooking up right now during the coronavirus and I love dick just as much as the next girl. And I love some good pussy. Oh, I miss some good vagina. I really, really do. <laughs> miss a couple of you out there right now. But at the end of the day, it's like, I just have to be responsible enough to say no as much as I want it. And I do want it. Oh, so bad. But I just got to say no. No, no, no. Me, I'll, I'll get creative. I'll pull out some toys. I was thinking about pulling out the swing. I got that upstairs in a closet somewhere. I'm not even sure if all the pieces are in the bag, but I might pull that shit out and just get, just get creative. Cause I need more. I need more. Definitely. I need more activity. I need, cause I'm just so used to all the, all the madness 
<laughs> that's my normal. So not to have it, it's just the two of us. It's, it's nice, but it's like, I miss my friends. I miss my friends, I do. And I know some of you are having a good time and nobody sent me no videos. So I just want to let you know, no, I'm angry, angry. But please be careful on your ventures out and be responsible and wash your hands. Please be careful. I would hate for anybody else I know to get sick. It's definitely not the time for it. So just, just that's something to consider when you're out there having your, your, your secret quarantine orgy parties. <laughs> Shit. Oh God. Don't get me wrong. I agree that, 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 that you should definitely be safe, but if you're going to go out and have fun, and you're going to do it anyway, have fucking fun. Fuck it. Enjoy yourself. Make the most of it. And just make sure it's a nut worth dying for. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> you're listening to the Swing Culture Podcast featuring Queen Nadine. Mm. This podcast is strictly for entertainment purposes. It contains mm. strong language and sexual references. If you are under the age of 18, this podcast is not for you. Mm, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. Oh, yes. But I'm about to, I'm so tempted to smoke this blunt right here next to me. You have no idea. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, yeah, I just want, I just want to, I just want, yeah, I know I'm like lagging right now, but. I just wanted to share some of that with you guys because I know even right now during the lockdown and the restrictions and the unnecessariness of, I feel like the coronavirus, I hate that shit right now. Oh, if it was a person, I'd punch her in the face. I swear I would. I just, I just wanted to just have this conversation because, you know, the, the, the rates of domestic violence has gone up and the numbers are going up. So, and then, the conversation came up about sexual oppression and I was just like, oh, are we still having this conversation? Are we still having this conversation in this day and age about what we can and can't do as adults? Like most of us have children and some of us are grandparents. So why are we still doing this? Like how insecure do you have to be to be in a swingers community and be I don't know, like, I don't even want to say afraid, but I feel like you're afraid to to swing. And, and or what are you worried about? The, is the next guy going to fuck her so good she's going to run away from you and never come back? If she does, then she probably wasn't meant for you. Are you worried the next girl's going to fuck him so good that he's going to leave you and go be with her and help her raise her kids? I think, I don't know. I don't know. I just feel like we got to get past that. We really do. And if you're worried, your partner's going to cheat. Cheating happens. I've cheated. I've admitted it. I'm not proud of it, but I've done it. It's happened. So it's not the end of the world, you know? So I don't know. Uh, I hate to say it, but I feel like, I feel like you're a bitch. I do. I feel like it's selfish. You come into this and I hate when it happens to me, especially the guy wants to have a threesome. 
and he wants to fuck your wife, but he don't want you to fuck his wife. <laughs> and he knows you're together. <laughs> the fuck? Don't get the day. Yo. I gotta move this closer to the edge. But what the fuck is that all about? Like for real. Why not hit on a single woman? Why not ask her for some pussy? She might say yes. She might say no. But it to me is rude. Just don't, don't do it. Don't act, don't, don't ask, don't do that. Unless you up for a swap, you know? Now it would be different. You want to have a threesome with the wife and you're like, you know what? After my threesome, you can get your threesome in with your wife and my wife. That We can do that. You know what I'm saying? We could do that. I'm that I'm cool with. But if you don't want your girl to fuck, please, please, I urge you, do not go up to another couple and ask them if it's okay to fuck their girl and you don't want to share your girl. Unless, unless the dude suggests it first and he already knows what he's getting into. That's all I'm saying. It just comes off as rude to me. It's like, hey, can I eat the food off your plate? But no, you can't drink none of my water. <laughs> like, come on, it's just, it's too much. I'm about to throw this bra out the window. It's poking me in my fucking arm. In my, in my bicep. Ah, oh, my tits are fucking big. They're not even like growing outward. They're like growing with. So like they're fat. <laughs> the medium fat tits. I fucking can't. Oh God. I remember when they were small and perky, barely fit in a B cup. Now these shits are fucking overflowing everywhere. I think the, the the your next your favorite thing to do when you get home now is like you take off your mask and you take off your bra, and that's it. Mask, bra, shoes, and you can you can relax. Ah, damn. Mm. I could take it off. Yay! I could take my bra off. Tell them where they can see the boobies. <laughs> Um, where can they see the boobies? Swingculturepodcast.com. Swingculturepodcast. You heard them? Swingculturepodcast.com. I am taking off this top and we're going to finish this podcast without you guys. Sorry. You got to go. You got to (laughs) go. But this is going. Uh, Good night, everyone. Stay safe. Oh, that was so necessary. Let me tell you, these titties, oh, this bra, oh, it's like, um, you ever see like, what's the thing called when the angels go up on the cartoon and they have the little halo? <laughs> this is it. This is it. Do you see this? I got this bra, believe it or not, and I brought it because it was pineapples. I got this bra from Party City around Halloween time. I went to go get my Holly Quinn costume. And they had it, and I was like, oh, it was like 20 bucks. And I was like, I can't even wear it with my regular clothes. And it's $20. That's a lot of, I don't know if you men understand, like, bras are really expensive. <laughs> so $20 for a bra you can't really wear, like, under your work clothes or a regular shirt. It's kind of, it's like, 
it's kind of like um gluttonous almost it's a waste of money <laughs> you know what I'm saying so I had to convince myself to buy it and then they didn't even have maybe that's why it's poking me because it's not the right size it's a c cup and I'm a d so it's not hugging my tits correctly so maybe that's why it's poking it's poking the shit out of my fucking arms you I can't tell you how good my tits feel right now I am rubbing these shit. It's like it's nobody's business. Oh, they feel so much better. It's like relief. Oh. I wonder if having tits is like having a penis. You know, like when, you, when they drop that weight. Like, is that like big dick energy? <laughs> is that the same thing as big dick energy? Mm-hmm. I'm confused, but I'm relaxed. I feel good. Oh, I needed that. You know, I didn't think there were as many swingers that looked like me until I found so many swingers that look like me that now when I go places and there's less people that look like me, I'm always like, where are we at? Where are the rest of us? Because I know we exist now. Because before I was like, it was I would always go to these parties with my with my friends or with a with a work associate, and there was always like a lack of brown people. And now you might meet somebody who's Spanish or somebody who's who's might maybe um Jamaican. They assumed everybody was black there was Jamaican for some reason. But you and you was very rare. You found like American Black Americans. So when I found like a whole cluster of us, it was like, wow. I was like, where have where have you guys been hiding all this time? <laughs> where have you guys been hiding? And then once you find find them, it's like you find so many. I've met so many swingers now who look like me and I remember I still have my, my, my swingers who don't look like me and we're great friends and we have a great fucking time together, but it's always nice to go somewhere and you see people who look like you. And I, I don't know if that's like a black thing. Is I hate to say that. Oh, it was just a, a human thing, but I can only tell you from my experience as a black woman. Yeah. It's always good. feels good to see your own people like in the same environment, participating in the same things as you, because then it feels more like acceptable. I, I don't know if that's the right word to say, but I feel like that's what it feels like. Like it makes it more okay that you're doing it. It's like, okay, so maybe it's not as big deal as I thought it was. Even when I found BDSM, I, the, my first experience was with a black man and every experience I had after that was always with a black man, but I didn't know a lot of people who were into BDSM. I was the only girl I knew who was into BDSM. And I introduced my my girlfriend, my homegirl, my friend, into corsets, into leather. And I introduced her to that stuff because she was already goth, but she didn't really wear the leather corsets and stuff. And so she kind of found her way into BDSM that way by me introducing her into the, the, the clothes. But besides her, it was just me and her, me and her, 
and no one else. It took like years. We found out for a sound of circle of people who are into that. You're listening to the exactly. Swing Culture Podcast featuring Queen Nadine. Oh, but let's get back on topic about sexual sexual repression in the lifestyle. Because I, I am very easily distracted sometimes. My titties feel so good. <laughs> I can't tell you how happy I am. <laughs> we'll have a caller calling in soon. <laughs> He's going to talk with us and then share his opinion on on men who sexually repress women. And why he thinks it happens. And it's, you know what? I'm looking forward to this because now I can get a man's point of view instead of just getting hearsay from Dr. Dr. Gregory. Because <laughs> I don't know how many women Dr. Gregory gets. I got to have to pull up his picture or something, you know, and see how fine he is. And we can judge according to his fineness how many women he probably done bagged. His fineness and his genius added together. I am lighting this. I'm lighting this joint. And I'm taking a pull. Mm. Caller, caller, caller. Hello? Can you hear me? Yes, I can hear you. Can you hear me? I can hear you, baby. How you doing tonight? Oh, oh hold on. Let me put my radio voice down. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I want to um, introduce everybody. This is Taz calling in and... He's going to share his opinion with us. I sure will. Yeah. So what do, you, what, do you, what do you think? Why do you think these men come into the lifestyle and they sexually repress these women? Because they're gay. <laughs> There's nothing wrong with being gay. Gay men no, are actually really fun. When I say gay, I don't mean like two men fucking gay. I mean like they're just phony. You know, I mean... Mm-hmm. I look at like I was you're funny, I was just talking to somebody about this. You see cats, they be in a lifestyle. They get with a girl who's in the lifestyle, who's been playing and been around and they know she's been around because they even seen her. Obviously they seen her. And they know or who they she see, is. They know who she is and know how she get down, then they get with her and then now she has to become a lesbian. Yes. Oh, and all they do is have threesomes. Right. They had threesomes and I'm be sitting there tripping because you sit up there and you know these chicks because either you don't play with them as a dude, you don't play with them, or you know what I'm saying you had designs on playing or whatever, and it'd be so funny because you'd be in the playroom or the party, you turning up and you in there playing with somebody, and she over there looking at your dick sad as hell because you know cause she, she wanna fuck because she wanna fuck, and this nigga over there looking at you like no 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 nigga, and and then that's when she come over your house when he's at work and shit like that. <laughs> You're listening to the Swing Culture Podcast. And I said that. I said that, you know. Queen Nadine. Sexual repression what? leads to cheating. It does. And I'm not saying every single time, but it, it can also, but it definitely is a big factor in why it happens. It definitely is because it's supposed to be freedom. Like, if now, don't get me wrong. If it's a woman's choice not to play with another guy, that's perfectly fine. And she's less likely to cheat. Yeah, yeah. I mean, cause she's probably not going to cheat because she's uh, if she's comfortable with her dude and that's what she's into, then that's perfectly fine. But these guys are getting the chicks that are at the parties taking on all dicks, and then they get with her and claim her up because she looks nice or she cool or whatever or whatever. They need a place to stay, whatever the fuck's going on. Mm, talk about and, it. Yeah, <laughs> then that they like, oh, well, she don't fuck niggas no more. Yes, yeah, she do. Yes, yeah, she do. 
You just, I got you just won't let her. her. <laughs> I got a nigga. Yeah, right. I got a video with her fucking niggas right here. Mm-hmm. Oh, I like that. Send me the video. <laughs> right. I did. I actually did that one time and didn't know that the dude was hollering at this chick and we was talking shit. And the chick, we got a party and the chick. I didn't know she was with him because he was, she was bouncing from room to room all over the place. Kicking and shit. And we talking and shit. And I'm like, bro, take this out. Shorty by here, man. So, oh, that's, I'm in the car. My bad. That's the beat I was just bagging up. Shorty got there and pops in. I'm showing the video. Next day, she's like, damn, why you showing that he mad with me? I'm like, why, why he mad with you? That's my boy. I'm like, well, damn, bitch. I ain't know y'all was. Y'all in a secret relationship. Nobody knows about yeah. it. But he wasn't no lifestyle nigga anyway, so it ain't matter. She, I don't know what the fuck. I'm going to tell you, I think these men are drawn to the wildness in these women, like a wild animal, and they want to tame yeah. it. And once they get their hands on it, they want to put her in a cage and like, don't move. You belong to me. You're mine. <laughs> it's that, it's that somewhat. And then it's also the factor of they know if they know that chick is out there, she gets it in. They know she bring other chicks to the table and, and, and that and that. And a lot of guys get with some of these chicks that day because these niggas not really lifestyle. Yeah. They right. don't know. How to, they don't know how to finesse a threesome they, on their own. And they're using her. And they use her, so they get with a chick, and a chick that's popular or known, or a chick that's been around, and they use a chick to call upon, because it's a lot of chicks that's not giving niggas pussy unless they got a bitch anyway. Mm. What? Really? Are you serious? I mean, it's like this. Let's be realistic. You got some, there's some guys out here that might have good stroke or whatever, but they're undiscovered, because either they look like a fucking dickhead. Mm. Oh, they got no money. Like, <laughs> they ain't got no money. They act like a dickhead. Or they do some shit. And they get with a chick. They accidentally get... See what, how it happens all the time. They accidentally fuck a chick who's worthwhile. The chick like, damn, I got some good dick. Let me keep it. So she go ahead and get some relationship with this nigga. Because he's going to... When a nigga ain't got no pussy like that, when he finally get a hold of a pussy to halfway like him, this is the sweetest thing <laughs> in the world. He's so cold. sad. All the right shit. He it loves it. Buy her flowers and candies and shit. And he's going to get her locked in. But once he get her locked in, he's going to be like, okay, well, don't you got, ain't your friend, ain't your friend with such and such? Ain't your friend with. Get her over here. Yeah, can you just feel something? Because I see y'all play with Craig and them. Oh, that's shit. so. And, and that's when you get the chick that be on Facebook. You see the shit all the time. The chick that's on the book, they get a nigga. Now they nigga got the best dick in the lifestyle. <laughs> oh God! Oh, this is week. so he sad. Me See, but now on Facebook, he got the best dick in the lifestyle. This is what outrageous. I think I don't have this information because I did not come into the lifestyle this way. Mm-hmm. So when I was single, I I was a stripper. You know, so I would come to the parties and I would dance at the parties. I entertained. So I would come, mm-hmm. I worked, I would hang out. And then if I hooked up, I hooked up. If I didn't, I would just go. Yeah. So I didn't, I wasn't, it wasn't all this shit going on. True. True. I mean, it's a different bag too, you know, with uh, Facebook and groups and things and yeah. things. It's, it's Facebook the lifestyle. changed a lot about the lifestyle. Yeah, well, 
I won't say it probably changed a lot as far as it made it more people, easier. Yeah, it made people more privy to it. Because I'm not gonna hold you, that's how I came part of life. I always beforehand, I mean I knew about that type of stuff, but I didn't I didn't know the first way of how to get into it. When did, you, when did you when did you go to your first swingers party? I'm gonna tell you how I got into lifestyle. Funny shit that. I was You're listening to the Swing Culture Podcast featuring right. Queen Nadine. Hey, man, you come in there like Mr. Movie Funk. <laughs> 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 but I was at, I was I used to be when I first came home, I was you know, I was against Facebook. I didn't like Facebook because it was too personal. Yeah. I didn't like you know, Facebook was only for family members and finding school friends. That's all I thought about Facebook. I didn't wow. even log in. That's all I thought of Facebook. I was like, I can find friends from school. That's it. Not looking for bitches. Not looking for anything because I didn't trust. Them. That's that was, you to, decided that on your own. Yeah, that was my personal opinion because I was coming home from the feds. I was like, fuck that shit. It's too, uh-uh, they know too much about it. I was like, <laughs> okay, all right, I got you. So I was on the other little side app. Moco Space, Black Planet. I remember Black Planet. All, yeah, all those shits. I was on them, right? So I'm on those. So one day a girl puts up a post. Say, hey, do you want to be on my Facebook group? Because I didn't even know they had groups on Facebook. It was uh-huh. like, if you want to be on Facebook group, that's just how much I, I used to check my Facebook once, maybe once a week, every two weeks. Oh, you were really, really using that. Yeah. Yeah, I, I wasn't used. I'm like just addicted. From, I'm like on there twenty now, now times on a day. Bitch. Yeah, now I'm on that bitch all day, every five seconds. Yeah, but you know what I'm saying. But but back then I didn't fuck with it. So boom, gets in there. I'm in the group. I put, leave my name on the post. She doesn't say she's going to respond back or anything. I just leave my name on the post. Yeah, I happen to go into uh, 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 my Facebook my biweekly check in. I go look on my Facebook. I see a little thing that says you've been added to such group. and such group. Yeah, I can't remember. And this is back when Facebook was Wild Wild West. You can, oh, you can go nude on your lives. This yeah, shit. That's before the yeah. lives. That's before the lives. Yeah, before the lives. Just wait for lives. This is when you straight dick out on your page. <sighs> Yo, I used to be spread ego on my Facebook page. Facebook page right, I know. I think. I think. <laughs> so, uh, yes, I, I click on the button. Gets in the group. Soon, first, I'm not gonna hold you. First thing I seen on the thing when I get in the group, girl engulfing the penis in her mouth. I'm like, oh, again. I'm like, wow. <laughs> what is this? Like, what? Did you feel nervous, on? or you were like ready? No, I wasn't nervous because I had been. See, I'm. I was. I had always been fucked up. So I've been recording. I was recording when phones first got the camera the first time. <laughs> So I just, I just ain't never posted because I ain't had nowhere to post. But I had been taking dick pics. No, I had I had more pictures of my dick than I had of my face. <laughs> you like the like a boy version of me. Yeah, like pictures of different angles, uh, ashes, greased up ones, all kind of shit. Oh, you, you just had them ready for the ladies. Just bow. Yeah. You know, that's how God got me once to hook up with him. He showed me a picture of his deck. I was dating yeah. I was casually dating his cousin. <laughs> right, casually dating his cousin. We were friends. Became family friend. 
<laughs> oh, we stayed friends too after I fucked his cousin. <laughs> yes, but I mean, shit, sometimes it happens. So, I go, I goes in there, uh, I goes in there, and um, goes up into this motherfucker, right? So I get in the page. So, boom. I ain't gonna hold you. And it fucked me up. I'm like, oh shit, they in here. So, you know, I got dick videos and shit to spare. I'm, like, I'm loaded up. I got plenty. <laughs> so, what happens? Uh, so happens. Oh, the first day I cracked something. The first day? First day. I was in it. Like, as soon as I put the meat pick up there, the first bitch that liked it, I'm on her ass. And you fucked. You goddamn right. I wasn't playing. I was savage. Stop hey. playing. I love. Yeah, I've never done that. But congratulations. Yeah, like the first day. I'm telling you, like, you know, I'm be a totally honest. I hit two people the first day. I'm I, a, swear, I, was, I swear, I'm it's so much easier for men to get laid than women. I really believe that. Just because, it's because, because y'all ladies, it's different, y'all. Because y'all ain't just going to invite anybody over. You know, y'all gotta somewhat dig the guys like we don't give a fuck like you fucking i'll be there in five minutes this is gonna look like a sea turtle i'm not fucking your face bendo i mean yeah <laughs> and i'm out of there i'll see you tomorrow holla at you oh god so i had got I pulled a double play boom i hit one earlier that day and then i caught another one that night so when did so, you go see your first swingers party? My first swinger party was with a group. It was all older people. I was 30 when I came in lifestyle. The first swinger party was with this group called Sweet Escapes. Girl named Candy. I don't think I know them. An older chick named Candy. She had this nice-ass fucking house over West Baltimore. Went to her party. It was cool. I met uh, the porno nigga, Rock the Icon. He was there. That was a little cool. He friend. Met him. That was the first thing I met. They was like, yeah, he do porn. And then now I keep seeing this nigga on the porno. I'm like, damn, man, I know this nigga. <laughs> Your phone but, heard you talking. Pulled him up. Right. So, damn, it did. It pulled him up. Shit. So, boom. Now, he got... So, now I'm out there. I went to their party. Now, I didn't play it the first one. Okay. Yeah. The second one, I played. Okay, so what made you change your mind? What made you change your mind? Ain't nothing made me change my first party. They really weren't playing. It was like a, like they was like a chill. Like I met them. They was at a uh, Willie K. Not Willie K's. They was at a uh, damn. What's the name of that fucking bar? It's a bar in Baltimore. It was two of them. One of them burnt down. Uh, damn. But it was both the name same thing. But I can't remember the name of it right now. It escapes. But I met them there. Then we went back to their house for the after effects. But it was only a few people. So they were sitting there talking and. Asked me about the LS and this and that. And, you know, they was, like I say, everybody was older than me. I was 30 and I was the young guy. So that's filling you out. Yeah. So, um, I'm, you know, chill. So the next party I came. They pimped you out. They made you their bull. <laughs> no, I already know what they did because that's what I would have did if I was a young, older person. I was took advantage. No, they, had to see, they had to see where I was at because I was a new guy. You know, I'm you and I'm young. And then I told them, like, yo, this shit's new to me. So uh, a lot of the chicks that was in the group, like, cause when I first got in the group, you know, I was inbox bandit. I'm like, oh, I'm in your shit. How you doing? How you doing? How you doing? <laughs> so one chick hit me and she was like, hey, my nigga, 
you know we all know each other, right? We know that you're hitting all of us. Why don't you just like, you know, chill out? It's cool, but do it like this. Yeah. So you know, gave me some game. So I was like, ah, oh, cool, bet, yeah. Next time went to the next party, next party. I played, had a good ass time, fell asleep butt naked in that lady's face. Oh, says the Hell memories. Yeah. Hell yeah, almost as late to work, fucking around with they stupid ass. Uh, <laughs> would you do it again? Fuck yeah. <laughs> That means you had a good time. So, yeah, I had a good time. I had a great time. You know what I'm saying? See, uh, and I like that because your first experience was at a, you said she had a nice house. Yeah, nice, nice house. Her setup was nice. You know, her basement, like, she had her shit set up with comfort. Like, she went to her basement. She had it, like, a little mood. Like, she had the Christmas lights. She had them, like, up in the wall, recessed real nice. She had queen size beds, like, six or seven of them bitches all through the basement all over the place. Nice. And then, yeah, she had like two beds over here, a bed in the corner that was behind like a little curtain, sheer curtain. Then she had like, I guess like the orgy bed, which was like three queen-size beds. All together. All together. So that shit was like humongous. And she just had a, a nice setup. And every, like I said, everybody was older. So More it was back. Like you chill, you know. I appreciate a great host. I do because they make you want to come back and fuck yeah, again. I enjoyed my party time with them, you know. And it's crazy because nowadays I don't see any of those people now in any of the groups, really. But I, you know, but they still you know, host parties. She doesn't. That particular lady doesn't host parties anymore because she's not there. But I know that those people are still around. Like, I see them in some groups, one or two of them here and there. And I still speak to some of them when I see them or I just reach out to them. Everybody's you know? not on Facebook. And not, not everybody's, not everybody's you know, popping on Facebook. You know what I'm saying? Like, a lot of people we brought into the lifestyle I met and I brought into the lifestyle. I did not meet them online. I met them somewhere in real life and, and was like, hey, this is here if you want this information. Right. I tell everybody, and uh, like if I if I meet you, oh, sooner or later you gonna know that I swing. And it's like I tell you, I'm like when I sold cars for five years, I done had told people about it, and I had I never forget one time I had a customer, this man and wife, the black ladies and husband, and I'm talking to them, and then I don't forget how the fuck I wind up getting to swing in some kind of way. I always work it in there some way. Worked it in there. It just comes we out. Yeah, we talking about it. The lady, the wife, is all for it. She's ready to go. Love it. And she was fat, too. So I'm like, yeah, bring your wife, nigga. You'll get a discount. They go fuck the brakes off that pussy. I was like, you bring her in, I'm burning your wife up. nigga. Straight like that. I will pay your first uh, bill on your car note. Bring her ass in. I love it. I love it. And it was so funny because what she did like, we were sitting out there, and I sent him outside to go look at the car. She came back inside and was like, here's my number. Call me so I can get him to come. I said, look at this bitch. She's so ready she to go. She's ready. See? She's ready. She's ready I love to that. Go. See? I love that. Nope. That, natural, that natural animal in you, baby. That shit come to life when you meet the right person. Right. Shit. You know what I'm saying? That's how it goes. Strictly for entertainment purposes. It contains strong language and sexual references. Oh, oh I had to take my bra off. It was driving me crazy. 
Let those titties out. They are out. <laughs> out and they are free. Listen, I've been touching them nonstop. This man gave me some infused, mm. um, some infused wine. I feel <laughs> so fucking good. <laughs> infused wine. Mm-hmm. People are infusing everything. I still ain't got my fused hot sauce from y'all. I asked y'all about the goddamn hot sauce a while back. Ooh. Baby, all you got to do is call me. Yeah. I'll hook you up. Hook you up. Yeah, I need some of that. I miss orgy parties. I do. I, yeah, but everybody, people don't do it right. They still fucking. They still doing it. I'm just not brave enough to go. I can't. Yeah. I'm afraid. I don't get sick. My friend told yeah, me, he said that shit is like death. Well, you got to put your paperwork up and, you know, and have everybody need to be on one accord and be safe and mindful of what's going on. No. You know, no. nowadays, with the way these people are doing these parties, you have motherfuckers show up that don't know what the fuck is happening. And they get there, and then when everybody's getting butt naked and looking at them, <laughs> and they're like, oh my God, this is what you're doing. Like, yeah, you did, your friend didn't tell you we were fucking? At five oh five, he didn't tell you that was happening. Oh, poor babe! I've heard so many stories about that happening to people. That, you know why people bring them to parties and don't tell them where they're going. You want to know why that happens nowadays? I think because these people put these prices to these parties and try to raise the prices and make so much money, and then give you a discount price for couples. If you know, if you're so you bring a girl as a ticket, bring a girl just to get in. Ticket, and they might they might tell a girl. Or they tell a girl, oh, it's a lingerie party or, oh, it's a it's a this party. And then the girl gets there and she's thinking it's lingerie and then the nigga come out with his dick out to him. She don't know what the fuck to do. Yeah, a chick starts sucking dick right next to her and she's like, what? And then other niggas is grabbing her ass like, so you fucking? And she's like, what? And then, boom. What party is this? Where, where is this going down? <laughs> I've seen it happen. I've never I've had that happen to me at a party. I wish a motherfucker would walk up to me and grab my... Well, I have no, I mean, been molested. That's not necessarily that way, but you know, I, I give you a promise. I took uh, two girls I knew to a party, and I told them what time it was to a party, right? So the one girl was cool, and I was actually fucking that chick, and she was like, oh, you know, oh, yeah, she wanted her homegirl to come. Like, yeah, my homegirl will ride with me because I need somebody with me. So I tell her homegirl what it is, and her homegirl was like, yeah, that's cool. i never been to something like that, blase, blase. And she's like, well, I don't know if I'm going to do anything. But she was going to come see. I had to leave to go take somebody up the street. When I came back, she was getting tag team. Nice. I was like, well, <laughs> I, I'm kidding. You, wow, like, how did this happen? Like, Hey, I listen, if you know what you're coming there for, you can prepare yeah. yourself for it. But when you catch somebody off guard, you don't know how they're going to react. Well, yeah, that's true. I, that's true. But I hate people coming to the party. Nowadays, people come to the party just to look like it's a club. I, and I'd be like, uh. go for the club. Yeah, my attitude you, about this, either you come to play or you don't don't come at all. Exactly. And I, I know if it's people, maybe not going to be the right attitude to have because I know people, there are voyagers, legit voyagers. But I feel like, set up a party for that. I mean, you could be a voyeur. That's not, don't mind, because I like to watch. I like to come in there. That turns me on. If I'm in the room fucking, and you'll get better dick from me fucking at a party if it's somebody else fucking next to us. I remember that for the future. <laughs> because right because one of two things is going to happen yeah if, the, if, if it's a dark room 
and I can hear the moaning and the Groaning. sound. It's a turn that on. My dick hard is a motherfucker. I'm gonna be like, yeah, I gotta do that. <laughs> or if I can see a motherfucker wearing some shit out or uh-huh. dick real nice, and then I'm gonna be like, well, shit, I need to do what he's doing. Let me. Or if a nigga tearing some ass up, then I'm like, shit, I'm about to battle this nigga. Sound like but motivation. Some motivation yeah, right there. Yeah, I got a good stroke. Let me see if I can make her make the same noise as she making or vice versa. I, I like that. I like that. Well, thank you so much, Taz, for calling in. Yeah. And thank you for sharing with us. We oh, appreciate you. I gotta get. I gotta call you for some of them joints. Tasha asked about them. Uh, your uh, creations. Call, you call, no, say call me, baby. Just call me. <laughs> yeah, cool, yeah, cool. We got a link too, man. After the school, I think y'all need to come down so we can chill, like uh, like back in the back in before the the good old days before the Rona. Oh, I miss it. I miss. I miss, I miss hanging out, and having a good time, and turning up and filling everybody's cities. It's always good. But, oh, yeah, and I found a new place that we can go to and have a good time with Alexandria, but I'll talk to y'all more about that later. <laughs> All right, sound like a plan. Thank you for tuning in. Most definitely. We're here every Thursday on Culture Radio at 7 p.m. You can also find our video footage of swingculturepodcast.com. New video footage! New video footage. Yeah! <laughs> uh, hope to see you there.